two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com tutor to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com tutor. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Buck Sexton, and you're listening to the Tudor Dixon Podcast, part of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Podcast Network. Welcome to the Tudor Dixon Podcast. I'm Tudor Dixon, and today we are going to have a great conversation with a dear friend of mine, Yaku Boyens. Yaku's been in the fight against sex trafficking for decades. Sadly, he comes from a place of experiencing it after witnessing the horrors of trafficking through his younger sister, who is now a survivor. He is the founder and CEO of After Eden Productions or Pictures and creator of his own documentary, Sex Nation. So who better to come on and discuss this very heavy and hard topic of child sex trafficking? But it's kind of an interesting time right now with all that we're seeing in the media. Yaku, thanks for coming on. Tudor, thank you so much for giving voice to this. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, I appreciate what you're doing. I mean, we were just talking about everything that's happening. I think you kind of shocked me with one of your stats you just threw out right before we started recording. And that's that you are currently working on saving about three children a week from trafficking. And that's all in the U.S., right? Yeah, this year, it's it's never been like this. I mean, we, we're recently about three rescues a week is what's happening and these are american-born children and it's very important to have this conversation around the sound of freedom conversation because i don't want this incredible awareness and tim ballard's a good friend i consulted early on on first script level on sound of freedom we've been waiting for this movie to come but i don't want americans to lose the opportunity right now to actually do something tutor in their local communities because it's here it's local i mean it's american children being trafficked but see, that's what people don't get. And that, and I think that yeah. we've seen you talk about Sound of Freedom, such an important movie that is out there right now. And you have to question, why do you suddenly see these folks in the, in the media coming out and saying this is a QAnon movie? This is all just a conspiracy when you are actually saving children every single day. And on top of that, why don't they want people to know about it? 
because they're complicit to it. This is no other way about it. You, you, we have to understand. We got to parlay this all together. I'll give you an example. Marsha Blackburn, U.S. Congress, before she was a senator. She's my wife's godmother. Marsha questions Mark Zuckerberg on child porn on Facebook. Mark pleads the fifth 52 times, right? They know. They're complicit. They hide under Section 230. They know that traffickers use their platforms. They know that it's proliferated with child porn. Yes, not even before you talk about the border and the border situation, which is a disaster. Because they're complicit, the powers that they answer to play in this world. They're okay with this. And it's not just the Jeffrey Epsteins. Look, the average buyer of sex with a child in America today, took us two years to do the study, is a father of two. Oh, that's, that's who's, giving that's me chills. That's who's paying. So look at this. We're the number one nation on earth demanding pornography. We're the number one nation producing pornography. Porn is the entry drug to sex trafficking. Gen Z is the number one age bracket on earth in America producing porn on themselves and distributing oh. it third party. Our culture is, is in a very bad spot. So the pedophile and the predator at this moment has a field day. Liberal media is covering for them because look at liberal media. It's riddled with sex crimes. You, you know, I mean, I, you're reminding me of something. Uh, last week, I was having a conversation with a young, he, this guy is probably, I would say still in his 20s. And he was telling some of the older folks at the company that it's really hard to date young women now because they start only fans in high school. And then by the time they ha are saying, oh, yeah, we really want to have a, re a relationship, the guy looks back and he's like, gosh, you've done all this stuff on OnlyFans and I don't want to have a relationship. And he said, there's just, just no way to connect because the guys are addicted to porn and the girls are out there essentially creating porn, which I I was shy. I mean, I'm maybe I'm naive as a mom, but I think that's why we have to have this conversation because I don't even think about this stuff. And I have a 14 year old and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, they're making so. And he said they just make tons of money. So why wouldn't they do it? Tudor, and this is the real conversation to, to remove this conversation from the sex trafficking conversation. We will be a hamster on the wheel and we'll make no impact. None. Remember, at the end of the day, it's a battle for souls right? It's a battle for souls. It's, it's good mm -hmm. against evil. It's, it's Genesis. It, and it's darkness. It, I mean, it is. It's like, when I heard that, I, I, I guess I'm still totally shocked by it. And I had sort of forgotten about it. But now that you're saying this, I'm thinking, it is so scary that it is all right at their fingertips. And I see how everything is at kids fingertips today. Whereas it wasn't when I was a kid, you can go online and find out what you want to buy and you can order it right then. And you can have all of your bank accounts attached. And just a couple weeks ago, one of my friends had a kid who ordered something on Amazon and had no idea that this was ordered. And it was like, oh, he, he was working on the side and connected his account to Amazon and was buying things. These are things as parents, this is all new to us. So why, if you had the ability to use your body to make money, if we are not instilling values and talking about valuing who you are and valuing what you have and what in, in your body, then there really is. And I think it's a hard thing to think about. I mean, I'm just in my mind going through this going as a mom of four girls, what am I missing? Yeah. And it's, and there's a problem with definitions. If you look at culture, they change language in order to shift culture. Historically, you must change language. So it's not a pedophile. It's 
It's a minor attractive person. Yeah. No, it's a pedophile. Oh. It's a pedophile. But here's how language has changed. The sex work language, right, is changing. Sex trafficking is a crime against persons using force, fraud, and coercion. That is the legal definition of the crime, which then means by definition, Tudor, that OnlyFans is a sex trafficking organization. Hmm. It is coercing young women by dangling the money carrot to sell themselves. Do you know that today we are actually hard-pressed to find a trafficker? The traffickers today are trafficking kids across the border. You don't need pimps anymore today. You don't need, we don't, the last rescues we've done, the last three, there was no pimp. The wow. buyer, the purchaser is talking directly to the 13-year-old boy, which we just rescued, 13-year-old boy, okay? He's selling himself through coercion because that pedophile takes on average nine months to groom the child, right? It's, it's, it's a style of grooming that's called support grooming. This is what happened. Hey, I see your dad works really hard. He's really busy. He's really a good guy. I see he's in no, none of your soccer pictures. He can't go to the games. This is what I do for a living. I support boys that need emotional support. Think of me as your second dad. For a year, he earns that boy's trust. He violates the trust. The boy feels like I just lost a father. He says, but you know what? Send me a picture of yourself because I'll look at you at night. Then send me a naked picture of yourself. The second that boy sends a naked picture, then he goes into a nine-month traffic ring where he's sold for sex. And he's thinking, I did this. I was complicit. Shame, condemnation, guilt, Satanists attacking him. I can't tell anybody. This is happening as we speak. You don't even need a pimp. Instagram's the pimp. Are they being taken from their homes? I mean, how does no. this work? How do parents no. know? Only 1% today of the crime is kidnapping. 1% tutor. It's called familial Jeez. trafficking, where a familial figure, a family member, a caretaker, a caregiver, or a familial figure that's now become your friend online is the one trafficking you. It is much more advantageous for a pedophile and a, and a trafficker to sell a kid while they're living at home. Because when a kid goes missing, and we do look for children that go missing, the community stops because the child's missing. But what about the child that does sexual favors because they're being forced? What about the child that's being sold to their own mother? Yaku, that Ugh. doesn't happen. You, oh, it does. 25% of the sex trafficking cases today, it's the mother selling the child for drugs, for access. We had two 13-year-old girls that said their dad forced them to give sex because he convinced them that it was, it was their college tuition. Ugh. But he's a pedophile. This is where I don't want people with sound of freedom to, to miss the, oh man, we, we, these children, we got to go to these children in Cambodia and the Philippines. And guys, it's here. It's local because we've allowed well, But it. that, I think that is what's so key. People say, well, you know what? That's not going to happen to my kids. But isn't the United States the number one in the world for sex trafficking? Number one nation on earth for child sex trafficking is the USA. Number one city in the world is Houston, Texas. Number two city in the world is Los Angeles. Number three is Dallas, Texas. This is, this is the Trojan horse that's hidden in plain sight. Now, Tudor, combine this with the question, what is a woman? Combine this with puberty blockers for kids. Combine this with, 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 with gender, you know, gender therapy and, and, and 
double mastectomies, combine this with comprehensive sex ed in the classroom for 10-year-olds, for five-year-olds. It is a cytostorm in the body of a child. They don't know right from wrong. They can't profile adults from who has good intent and bad intent. They are sitting ducks. This is why God said, put a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the ocean before you lead one of these astray. It doesn't even say before you rape them or sell them. We have led our children to slaughter in this country. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I will say it seems to me like people are willing to say, this is a yucky conversation. I don't want to have it. I mean, I was meeting with someone in northern Michigan a few weeks ago, and she said, well, I'll be honest with you. We were talking about all the different political issues going on right now, and they have health clinics getting set up at their high schools and all of these things. And she said, but I'll be honest with you, the biggest problem that we have in 
this area is that we are the number three city in the state for sex trafficking because we have a lot of migrant workers that come in and honestly, it just, it just happens. And it was like, you know, what can we do about that? Is it more common in areas where you see families coming and going? I mean, what, why would that be? And, and why is it, a, why is it just like a, you know, what can you do? Because, because, and, but, but that's, Oh my goodness. You know, people say, well, Yaku, really, can you really coerce a child to do that? Let me, yeah. <laughs> they shut the world down with coercion in 2020. They closed your church. Right. They closed your grocery store with the power of coercion. Yes. When you couple sex with coercion, there's a storm inside the child that goes off. So, so they desensitize you and then you go, ah, well, it's just how it is. No, it's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to stand your ground. The nuclear family is under attack. What is a woman? What a preposterous question. The womb is sacred, sacred. No man can be mm. a woman. The second you ask what is a woman, and at the same time you tell men, this is not your conversation. Abortion is not your conversation. Now there's no defender of the womb. The woman has to defend herself. She's looking for value. While, while we're telling women, you should sell yourself a sex on OnlyFans, that's liberation. Mm-hmm. The, the hijacked. Well, we've been saying, but we've been saying to women for a long time that you value your body should not be valued because you can be a, you can be strong and brave if you go out and you give yourself away. And that's the message that I think that we haven't talked about in a long time on the conservative side because. You know, you don't want to go against the norm. I mean, all of the movies show this. I mean, Sex in the City. That's what the whole the right. whole show was about. Being young in your 20s in the city. Be like a guy. Go out there. Don't get attached to people. And the reality is that there is no way to have a sexual interaction with another person and not have some sort of attachment. And, and if you are doing that regularly, it is emotionally draining. No, it's damaging. In our film, Sex Nation, and I really, I want, please watch Sound of Freedom. Tim is a great friend. Please, but please watch Sex Nation. It brings it home. It shows you what happens in the brain function. It's called, at a, at a physical and metaphysical level, it's called imprinting, okay? It is impossible to have sex with a human being and that person not imprint you. Memory foam bounces back. Plato doesn't, right? You carry that imprint. You've given a piece of yourself, right? There's now potential soul ties. There is deep, deep work done in your brain, in your emotions, in your physical state. You know what the number one thing is today on college campus? Girls ask guys, what's your body count? They ask, what? They ask the guy, what's your body count? The guy answers two. The girl goes, mm, you're not desired. I don't want you. Nobody wants you. I want to conquer the guy that all the girls want. So if you say your body count is 25, she goes, if I get him, I get value. This is a fact. And and it's promoted by some guys in, in in this masculine movement, which is also dysfunctional, right? Think about that. But is this because there is no... There is no guiding star. There's no faith. There's no God. And so because of that, there is a desperation to have meaning. I mean, we see these films that are just blowing people away. Jesus Revolution, people were shocked by. The sound, Sound of Freedom, people are shocked by. We see this movement when there is 
value and you do see you see faith and you see that ha life has a, a meaning and that there is a reason to live a certain way we see people flock to that but why ha why are the churches emptying why is this not how did people get so far away from the traditional values that the American family had? Yeah, could we say, and I'll say this, look, this is Yakuboyan speaking for Yakuboyans, not for the Tudor Addiction Show, okay? This is me speaking for me, okay? The church abandoned God and God's statutes. The church is preaching around the most culturally relevant issues. The church is non-influencing at all civil, civil duty, the civil marketplace. It doesn't. Do you but so so let me argue something uh, on this, because I would argue that we are the church and right. we have walked away right. from lifestyle. We have walked away from everywhere, every place that gets into the human brain, whether it is a television show or a song or a movie or a magazine, the the conservative mindset has we have we let it get away from yes. us for so long that it's very hard to try to claw that back and it's being managed by people who don't want you to claw that back absolutely and so uh, my next statement and you took the words out of my mouth you're amazing was who is the church what is the church according to the word of god <laughs> is it the pastor and 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 the baptist you can't find baptist the word baptist in the bible you can't find methodist pentecost it's not there denominations was made by men we are the church and what mm -hmm. is our commission? Go to all nations and spread the good news, share the gospel. But we first must yeah. we first must say, well, the gospel is what we hold up high. This is what I'm saying about the conservative movement. Why we're in trouble. We are in serious trouble because the non-conservative movement serve their politics as it's their God. They, they devote their lives to it, right? We don't. But but see, they I, I you know, I think it's funny because I feel like the left has taken the Bible and reversed it because the Bible is not when you read, especially when you see G Jesus come and Jesus talks and, and he overthrows the turns the tables in the temple and he says, you know, these folks that are pulling out scripture from their sleeve and telling you to obey the law they don't really get it. They're not really getting it. He, he said, you know, he's getting rid of this. You have to live a certain way and people will see how you live and they will want that same thing. And so the left, they said, we'll show you how we live and make it look so great that you'll want to live this way too. And yet it seems as though the Christians were still saying, hey, hey, look at my scripture. You're breaking the law. And people went, I don't want to hear about the law. I want to live like this. It seems so nice. And, and this is the gospel message brought to you by Tudor Dixon today, because that is why <laughs> Jesus had to come. He fulfilled the old law. He had to come walk on the planet. So there was living proof of a man, fully man, fully God, walking a certain way, living it. We, the church, should consume the word of God and then go live it so that it is salt and light to the world, that it. People look at your lifestyle and go, why does Tudor have a relationship with her teenage daughter? Why does Tudor have a functional you know, marriage? Why, why is Tudor's yes, yes, and her no is no? Why does she carry herself with such grace and respect for herself? You know, There's something in her lifestyle that is other. Yeah, it's God. It's the Word of God. She's living it. But when the church say, well, I'll live it, but I can't live it when it comes to sex, 
we got 50% of pornography in the church. I can't live it. And then I can't speak about it. No, no, because it's socially not acceptable. You're right. They have reversed the word of God. But that's what Satan did in the Garden of Eden. He didn't come to Eve saying, that's not God. I'm God. He brought 99.9% .9 truth. And then he just said, but you can be God too. You can be enlightened, mm -hmm. right? And that's really what the movement on the left is. I mean, that's really, yes, that's the message is right. self-care. You're in charge. Take a day for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How, what does your heart tell you? I mean, it really, it, these small little messages yeah. over time, we've had good Christians say, I'm following my heart. And you think, wow, it's interesting. Just like you said at the beginning, words matter. The way we talk about things matter. And we have got, we have kind of taken the place of God in many cases. And I think that's why there is this argument right now over this movie because you have the people that don't want you to see the truth saying don't see it and they have power i mean let's yeah. face it they have power look at look at what happened with vaccines yeah. there were some people that came out and said you know i'm not comfortable taking this it was like you have got to take this or you are a horrible person now to say you know you're a QAnon person if you believe in this but it's been interesting because i think that Moms are the ones that are really afraid of this, and they're the ones trying to figure it out. And it and it's been pulling more women to this movie than men. I think women are starting to get concerned, and it seems like a lot of times that's where this happens in the home because mom is kind of the CEO of the house. She's watching the kids go to school. She's hearing the kids are coming home and telling mom stories, and maybe moms are saying. I'm not so comfortable with what's happening. Yeah, 100%. And mom, you got to get dad in there. You have to. You have to. We need leadership. But the mom's is. The mom's the glue, right? You, 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 the, the most difficult job on earth is being a mother. And that's why I get vehement. I was raised by a single mom. I get aggressively, violently angry with this question, what is a woman? It's preposterous. It's ridiculous. It's hmm. disgraceful. Because the mom is, is glue. I say the most powerful person on earth, not the president of the United States, it's a soccer mom. It's the mom who has other kids that hears everything, that sees things. Trust your intuition, mom. If you don't know what to do, go to our website and educate yourself on what it looks like when a child's in danger. Educate yourself. Get your husband or, or your brother, for that matter, involved in the conversation. But the moms right now need to do this. Abandon. I, I yeah. think that people need to understand you're talking about this from experience, having seen it happen to your sister. A lot of us have had folks in our lives who were abused by someone as a child. Grooming is yeah. real. It happens and it impacts the rest of your life. If you survive it, it impacts the rest of your life. And so I think that a lot of people go, well, that's not, it's just not going to happen to me. And I cannot stress enough that the internet has changed the game and the promises are so extreme uh you'll have the the same purse as your friend and remember that this fear of missing out and this needing to keep up with friends is so much stronger amongst our children because they're constantly being hit with this snapchat or this instagram or you know this person is going out and they have the latest shoes and it's like i've got to be that that draw is much stronger right now for this generation than it ever has been before. And those creeps are out there ready to, to deliver what they want. Why? Because when we're born, your soul, soul 
wants to reconnect with God. You want purpose. You want to know why am I here on this planet? Why, do, why am I alive? Why do I exist? Well, they will give you an identity. They will transpose an identity to you. Mm-hmm. A child, think of trafficking this way. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the triangle, right? Maslow, okay? The very bottom need is basic food shelter, food and shelter, okay? So think of trafficking as an exploitation of needs or vulnerabilities. Any human being, any human being can be trafficked if the trafficker correctly identifies the need that will move that person, the vulnerability. So a child with two parents at home, let's say they're a lawyer and a doctor. Money is not an object, right? That child, you're not going to traffic that child with goods and stuff. The kid that lives in the projects, she needs maybe shelter. She needs food. She needs money to get to school. She need, You traffic the child there with needs and wants. The child that lives in Highland Park, Texas, that has two wealthy parents, that child most likely is going to be trafficked through acceptance. Do you see me? Do I matter? Do I have a voice? All the trafficker has to do is give her a voice. All he has to do is tell her, you matter. I see your sister gets all the attention at school. It feels to me like you're, you're not in the in crowd. You'll be in with us. That's what the... Le- how do they find Social them? Media. I think that's what people so, don't so understand. They're like, they're not going to find oh, my kids. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> we did a poll, two polls. One was a familial trafficking poll. The other poll for two years was this. And this is a fact. 65% of American teenagers, possibly yours, Tudor, 65% of American teenagers have already engaged in conversation with a predator on social media. They don't know it, but they're already there. They're already commenting on their posts. Here's what a predator does. They scrape the internet, they scrape social media to find vulnerability. And each predator has a particular eye. This predator can see a child that is emotionally vulnerable. This predator says, no, I found success in going after the inner city kid. I've got success in going after the kid with no father. There's vulnerabilities. They highlight the vulnerability. They will invest on average nine months, nine months of profiling, watching every post, commenting every post, reading all the replies of your child, learning your child's human behavioral science, your child's identity, how they respond. To do what? To identify one thing, the key need, the vulnerability. Do they get money out of this? I mean, what, how, what is the next step? What At happens? times it's for a self-need to, to fulfill their own. But then once they've got, the, they have to wrap themselves around the child. They must make the child complicit. And complicit meaning imp- implicate them in a sex act. Here's what's happening with the child. Like women, most women never talk of their rape, ever. Why? Every single woman that's been raped, go talk to them, ask them. They'll tell you, I, I wasn't sure that I make that happen. Did I lead him on? Did I do mm. something? Did I? And it's that reinforcement by culture. Yeah, it's you, right? So the child immediately goes, this is a secret. I got to keep it. My sister shares her story on Sex Nation. She tells you. She's like, this is a secret. I got to keep it. And then the, the, the pimp told mm. her, we'll kill your mother and your father. For most girls, it's like, Hey, we'll expose you on social media. We get you kicked off the volleyball team. They'll take screenshots of all their friends' accounts and DM them and see, I'm talking to all your friends too. I'll send 
I'll send stuff about you to all your friends. I'll expose you to culture. They won't believe you. They're going to believe me. I'm a father of two. They'll show them. I've got a job. I'm a CEO. The child now keeps the secret, and then it's a dark pit. And then it goes to physically show up at a location, physically perform sexual favors. And then now he's got a hold of her. Now he says, now what you did for me, you're now going to do it for John. John's going to pay. And then you, every Wednesday, you're going to show up. You're going to show up. You're going to drive your bike from school here. You're going you're gonna to meet me back behind the pavilion on Friday Night Lights. And people go, Yaku, we would know. You wouldn't know anything. People are in the stall next to you in a, in, in a, in a department store performing sexual favors and you don't know. It's happening. We have teachers arrested having sex with kids in their cars on the school premises mm. during school hours. Wow. Okay. People say, I would know. No, you wouldn't. Not a, this is why scripture says, Lord, give us eyes to see, remove the scales from our eyes. Do you know much of our training? We go into schools. We train teachers, students, uh, parents on how to see. How to see. And once they see, they can't unsee. We train church staff to say, mm-hmm. do you know the number one recruitment field right now? Tutor. For, for pedophiles. They go to Wednesday night youth group. Oh, gosh. Wow. The <clears> girls are terrifying. They take the guy that's the damsel in distress. We'll pray. He prayed with us. They share their hearts. They meet with him. Great. He's recruiting. In youth group. We rescued. Wow from youth group in Dallas, Texas, a month ago. We have video surveillance. The church went into a panic. They said, please, can you come train all the staff? How did we not see this? I go, this guy's done that. And you know the recruiter? He was 16 years old. Oh, my goodness. Children are recruiting children. They take a child that's in the trafficking circle and they make them recruiters. This wasn't an adult. This was a 16-year-old boy recruiting girls into trafficking at youth group. And then we found out he frequently visits eight youth churches. He does the rounds. The night I got him, the pimp, the trafficker pulls up. I get into a high-speed chase. I've got the police chasing me, chasing them. The vehicle they were in was stolen an hour prior with one of the top traffickers in Texas. And this 16-year-old boy was his recruiter, recruiting a youth group. These are facts. So let them tell you, Q1 on a, this is my life every day. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling Stone comes out and calls Sound of Freedom a QAnon-tinged thriller, one that's designed to appeal to the conscience of the conspiracy-addled boomer. I mean, this is, if I've ever seen something that would drive people away from that film, it's that. But you are telling us that you know these things. These things are happening. This is something that we have to be worried about. So I know you've said, check out the film. You also have a film out there. These two films together can really teach people a lot about what to look out for, what's going on. Sound of Freedom is going to wake them up. Sex Nation is going to say, okay, whoa, whoa, for me and my house, how do, what do we do? What do I do? What, are, what phrases are being used? What emoji? If my child uses, there's a language with predators purely through emojis, how they communicate, how they <laughs> drop little Easter eggs. Yeah, like they drop code. an Easter egg to one another. Hey, I'm watching this one. And they mark the girl. I'm watching this boy. I had a 17-year-old kid. In, in, in my office the other day, this is, this is my life too. I don't talk about stuff I hear. We fight trafficking every day. This is what we do. And no, it's not conspiracy. Absolutely not. No, it's not QAnon. By the way, Sound of Freedom, the script was written before QAnon existed. Okay, that script was written five years ago, right? So this is the biggest, but yes, that Rolling Stone was brilliant. I mean, brilliant. Oh, yeah, of course. It will drive people from seeing it. Of course, you have to villainize men from seeing the truth. So the watchman, according to Ezekiel 33, 7, the watchman doesn't stand on the wall. Make the mom fight this by herself. Well, what did they do four months ago? White males are evil. White males are supremacists. You can't talk about abortion if you're a male. Uh, Sperm was 50% of the equation. Of course you can. No, no, you can't. 
make the women fight by themselves, ostracize the men. It was a brilliant article for evil, but brilliantly crafted. I think there's also, I mean, I've seen on social media folks that are like, I had to really drag my husband to this film because he said, this is the last thing I want to spend my night watching kids get abused. And I think there are men who, like I said, it's a yucky conversation. It's easier to look the other way and say, well, it's not in my house. I'm good. I'm going to say something's going to be controversial, but, but here's the truth about that. For every woman who had a hard time getting her husband to go, okay, because this is biblical duty. This is our duty. We must defend innocence and children. And if you love America for all these patriots, America is our children. You can't love America and not pretend, uh, pretend that the youth can fall off the wagon and we'll have an America. Remember, the 15-year-old today, he votes in three years. Three years, he's voting. But they're the most sexualized, most confused. Hmm. Some of them are furries. They're going to vote. Here's what I found, Tudor. For the mom, we had a hard time dragging her husband to this movie. Outside of the guy was really tired or whatever. You need to see if your husband is not watching porn. Hmm. A man that watches porn, tutor, I've done this for decades. We just had our Watchmen Warrior Weekend where we take father's sons and we liberate them from pornography. A man that watches porn will not go watch this film, will not stand. The spirit that he knows he's battling with does not allow him to go Hmm. sit in a movie and watch this and be enlightened. Because he's going to condemn himself. It it is like hell on earth for him to sit through that movie. So if your husband cannot go, don't ostracize the guy. Have a real conversation and get him help. We have that help as well on our website. Get him help. Wow. Uh, It's always an incredible conversation with you. And I I could talk to you for two more hours. We're going to have to have you back on because... There's so much. I mean, there's so much to cover. And I and really, once again, for all of you out there, Sound of Freedom, Sex Nation, these are important topics. They're hard. Like I said, yucky conversation. But it's such an important conversation to have because it's the future. These are our kids. All of these kids need to make sure that they are sheltered and we need to all be watching to make sure our kids are safe. Yaku Boyens, he is the founder and CEO of After Eden Productions and the creator of the documentary film Sex Nation. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. God bless you, Tudor. God bless you too. And God bless all of you. Thank you for joining me on the Tudor Dixon podcast for this episode and others go to the TudorDixonPodcast.com. You can subscribe right there or check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and join us the next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Thank you so much. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to fourpatriots.com/tutor to get your solar generator. Generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash tutor. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 